Today is Monday, February 12th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This week's episodes are brought to you by Quince. You all know Quince by now, my favorite place to get amazing staples that won't break the bank and are high quality. I've recently replaced a lot of my fast fashion staples with Quince, and it has been a game changer. Quince is now my go-to for luxury essentials at affordable prices. So treat yourself and indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com morning for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash morning to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash morning. This weekend has been full of updates, and this morning we are starting abroad. According to reporting from NBC News yesterday, U.S. officials say that major progress on the Hamas hostage deal could come this week, with one senior administration advisor going as far as to say it is, quote, pretty much there. Hopefully they're not speaking on that too soon. As on the military front, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is signaling an advance into the only city in Gaza that the IDF has not invaded, Rafah, on the southern border of the Strip where millions of displaced Gazans have sought shelter. Netanyahu has asked the IDF to draw up plans to evacuate civilians from Rafah, again to where, while the United States has reportedly warned Israel against carrying out this offensive at all. And they might want to consider taking that advice rather than inflict any more damage, as the credit rating agency Moody's has become the first to downgrade Israel's creditworthiness, citing the prolonged war and the financial toll it's taken. Its rating was lowered from A1 to A2, which is still considered a high rating, but characterized Israel's economic outlook as negative given the potential for the conflict to widen. In a move that was as great a shock to me as anyone, Yesterday, the Senate attended work on Super Bowl Sunday so they could vote to advance the long-suffering national security bill to fund military aid for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. 18 Republicans joined all the Senate Democrats to send the $95 billion package to the main floor for a full vote, which is expected early this week. Of course, that still leaves us with the matter of the House of Representatives, where its fate is still in question. But you never know with those motherfuckers, they could surprise you. Today we are pre-gaming our usual coup beat with another coup, Anamuz Bush, if you will. Anamuz Kush, maybe I should say, or definitely not say. Anyway, Pakistan has been in political chaos since 2022, when the military ousted then Prime Minister Imran Khan. But when the country held its first election since on Thursday, the party that won the most seats in parliament was that of the now imprisoned former Prime Minister Imran Khan. However, this is a parliamentary system and his party did not win a majority, forcing them into a scramble and a race against the military-backed party to persuade lawmakers to join them in a coalition before they can lay claim to the leadership. Now on to our regular coup beat, and we have several updates concerning Kuboy, starting with his comments at a rally on Saturday, where he said that he would encourage Russia to quote, do whatever the hell they want to any NATO member that doesn't contribute enough in defense spending. He also recalled an anecdote, allegedly, from when he was president, when, quote, one of the presidents of a big country asked whether the U.S. would still defend them if Russia invaded, even if they, quote, 
don't pay, as I'm sure they said in those exact words. To which Trump claims that he responded, quote, No, I wouldn't protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You gotta pay your bills. He wants Ukraine to live. He wants Ukraine to pay its bills. This is a Real Housewives of Potomac reference for the unenlightened. That is my personal beltway. Our next Donald story, and last one for the day, thankfully, concerns the Florida judge who is overseeing his indictment over the classified documents that he was hoarding in his ballroom at Mar-a-Lago. Last week, Judge Aileen Cannon ruled that the unredacted discovery documents should be made available to Donald's legal team, despite containing the names of nearly 25 witnesses who participated in the investigation. DOJ Special Counsel Jack Smith urged Judge Cannon to reconsider the ruling in a court filing on Thursday, warning that forcing the government to hand over witnesses' names to a defendant's lawyer exposes them to significant threats, intimidation, and harassment. I mean, just ask some of the people who were awarded millions of dollars in damages after they experienced it. For our final story, an analysis released by the IRS and the Treasury Department last week found that the IRS is expecting to collect $560 billion more in overdue and unpaid taxes over the next 10 years than had been previously forecast. The additional revenues are thanks to increased funding for enforcement against tax cheats that was provided by the 2022 Inflation Reduction Act. When the IRA was passed in 2022, the Congressional Budget Office estimated that authorizing $78 billion in extra funding for the IRS would generate $180.4 billion in revenue. But that was before some of that funding was diverted away from tax enforcement by Republicans in subsequent legislation. Though now this IRS report says that they could generate as much as $851 billion by 2034 if IRA funding is renewed. And let me just emphasize, this is what they can do by pursuing revenue that is already due but isn't being paid without even raising taxes at all. Party of fiscal responsibility, am I right? Thank you for listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. And thanks again to our partner, Quince. I am loving Quince. I tell you guys every week, they have changed my closet game entirely because they have all the go-to staples that feel high quality, look luxurious, and you can get them at affordable prices. And as you all know, it is Valentine's week. There is no better time to indulge in affordable luxury. So treat yourself to something nice. They have clothing, jewelry, accessories, home goods, everything you want in a chic and seamless shopping experience. Go to quince.com slash morning to get free shipping and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash morning. And until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.